What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Linares. And I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's kick it off with some unfortunate news for me. Uh, some good news for you. Uh, the Ox battles here. Razor tight. Jonathan ended up winning four to three in the categories. Super close voting and everything throughout. There weren't like, there's a couple blowouts on each side. But then after that, the, the three deciding tracks were, it was pretty close. So congratulations on your, on your W, sir. Thank you. Excited to get to the next one, though. A big closeout game for me, potentially, but I mean, I never count you out, so we'll see how the next one goes. But like you said, yeah, this one was very close all around. I think we each had two pretty big wins, and then the other three could have gone anyway, really. So let's just run through the results for all those. It started off with a song from your birth month. You picked Gotti off the Jack Boys Project. I picked Diet Coke by Pusha T. You won that one 64% to 36%. The next category was a non-rap song. You went with Need You Now by Lady Antebellum, and I went with Misery Business by Paramore, and I won that one 71% to 29%, so definitely a big swing there, too. So two blowouts right off the start. Next matchup was a song with a blue album cover. I went with Come On, Let's Go by Tyler off the Nego Project, and you went with What's the Occasion by Brockhampton. I won 64 to 36%. So that's two to one. Next, a song from a collab album. This is the one that was the really ended up being the swing. You went with No Church in the Wild, and I went with Otis, both off of the Watch the Throne project. I won that one 57% to 43%. Really could have gone anybody's way there. The next one was a song we each had in our top 10 albums of the year. I went with Walkin' by Denzel Curry, and you went with N95 by Kendrick Lamar. You won that one 58 to 42 Next, a song you've seen live. This one ended up being way closer than I expected. I went with What's Your Name by Tyler the Creator, and you went with No Role Models, and you won that one 54 to 46. And then next, this is the blowout. A song you've listened to before a basketball game. You went with Stick off the Dreamville Project, and I went with Superhero Heroes and Villains off the Metro Boomin Project. And I won that one 91 to 9%. So that, yeah, that was a big uh, one there. Huge blowout. If I knew how you were coming with that, you know, something new or something fresh in the minds viral right now, I think I would have gone a different option, but you know, you, you got to play the cards you're dealt. So you got to, you picked a good I feel song. Like, I feel I like, that yeah, I feel like that's not a 91 to nine there, but no, you know, it shouldn't fuck, be. fuck our fans. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that's some hater shit, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. I'm ready to get the next one, though. You know, probably sometime in March. I'm ready. I know you're going to be ready yeah. for that one. You're going to be coming oh, yeah. on that one. I'm, I'm sure. not going to eat until we do another Ox Battles and I win. So Respect. Next thing, we got to get into this here. Devin, you know, shout out to Devin. If you listen, you know Devin. Um, he wanted me to quiz you on an NBA player. I think we've been doing lately is he's been just naming career highs and points or like different stats and he wants me to guess who the player is so he wanted me to give you a player here and you need to guess who it is okay this person played from 2006 to 2010 he played for the charlotte bobcats and the lakers he's a two-time nba champ and that's all i'm gonna give you we'll see if you can get it his career average oh. i'll give you those two 7.5 points per game 2.1 rebounds who and is adam morrison yeah, that was too easy. I thought, you know, once you get the I'm teams, just it's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah. You're just I, was, I, I was thinking it was really the length of the career that got it for me, you know, and then the champion as well. So I was trying to put that together there. But, you know, I, I feel like if this is going to be a game we're going to play, I'm going to be very successful. So 
Okay. I like that. Yeah. I really didn't, you know, know that he was an NBA champ like that, but he's him. You just got those back to back with the Lakers. I yeah. didn't even realize. I didn't think about it ever, I guess. I mean, he wasn't like playing a lot, but yeah, shout out to Adam Morrison right there. He was there, uh, you know, he was definitely there. I'll, you, I could say that I can't say much else. The other one that Devin said something today and it blew my mind. He gave me a lyric and he said, who said this? And when I found out the answer, I was, I was shocked to say the least. So I'm going to give you this lyric and see if you can name the person right. who said it. I still go to Taco Bell drive through raw as hell. I have no clue. This seems like just like a tie of the creator lyric or something like that. You know, <laughs> that's not bad. I think I said it was uh Jack Harlow. I was like, Jack Harlow could be a Taco Bell. Like, you know, I don't know. It's Fergie. It's from the song Glamorous. Oh, wow. See, that's Isn't like that one crazy. Of the ones, yeah. Where I could just pass you by, obviously. So, yeah, you're yeah, just catching I, the melody of that song. You're not catching onto these lyrics. Like, different. That's, I, I never yeah, would have guessed that that was there. from that song. Very surprising and, with that one. Yeah. And obviously, before we get into the full episode, we got to address the elephant in the room. If you're watching on YouTube, Elijah's not going to have face cam today. We had some technical difficulties here. If you're watching on other platforms, you're not going to know that and it doesn't matter, but just addressing that for the people that are on YouTube, uh, Elijah's going to be smiling the whole episode probably. So he's not just yeah. really happy. He's just, I am in a great mood. Out. You know, my Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles are in the NFC championship. So I w. great mood for me. So W. All right, let's get today's topic in just a second. First, we got to do our songs of the week. If you've been here for the past couple weeks, you've heard us do these. We just want to give a special shout out to a couple songs each week, three songs specifically. Elijah, kick us off here with your first song and why you chose it. I chose Cameras by Drake. Um, just phenomenal song. I mean, I feel like this is one that I don't need to say much about. Just such a classic Drake track. It's one of the ones off Take Care that makes that such a great album. Like, that's not, you know, it's not the one you think of initially. Like, you know, an HYFR, the motto, look what you've done, even. But you you have songs like Cameras just fill it in the cracks there. And just a, a really great track for Drake there. Yeah, that's a great Drake track. You know, we're about to get in some Drake deep cuts later in the episode, but that's a special track in Drake's catalog, especially on Take Care. Such a good track. One of my favorites from Drake. I'll go to my first track here. I have the Rambo remix by Bryson Tiller featuring The Weeknd. Such a great track. One of my favorites from like that early, earlier weekend era. I'll say it's not like day one weekend, but it, it's pretty early in his career before he was, you know, having all these hits such a good track you know you and me and Mauricio were hanging out the other night and then we were riding back to town and we were listening to this track and it just hit he gets into that bar where he says got me thinking I'm a motherfucking villain in my town Heath Ledger about to OD I mean it's just a bar we just kind of looked at each other and it just hit so it was a pleasure putting Mauricio onto that track and that's gonna be a core memory from now on my listen to that track so I had to give it a special shout out this week definitely phenomenal track there um with the remix too you know i i prefer either of course but like you said that bar by the weekend is just insane moving on to my second track here i have prom night by chance the rapper this one you this one always like creeps back in the back of my mind because uh there was this like remix version it was like an arc night remix or something just something with like some crazy beat it was like a football hype up and that just reminds Fire. me so much of like high school football with my, my boy, Anthony, we used to bang that all the time. So great song there by chance. So of course. Oh yeah. That's 
a 10 day standout for sure. Great track from Chance. My next one here is Drifting in Tokyo by Juni. Juni, I mean, I feel like he's still pretty low key. He was on Brent's album, but that's about it. And like the mainstream's eyes, but this track, so fire. I've been listening to it so much this week. I probably played it like at least once a day this week. I don't even know how I got on it. Been constant this week, so had to give it a special shout out this week, especially. I mean, we'll get into that a little bit more later. Spoiler alert, but great track. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear here in a second. So um, moving on to my last track here, I have North North by Vince Staples. The point that kind of that kind of like crossed my mind initially when I was listening to this, I was like, oh, this has got to be my third track is that's got to be like a top intro to a song ever. Like just that one liner, bitch, you thirsty. Please grab a Sprite, you know, like I, I mean, wish you could that, see my facial so expressions fire. right now. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's like, can't tell me nothing level like up there with that for me. So maybe that's a video we can do one day is like the top, like 20 seconds of a song. Mm. Like, you know, the, the initial there. So that's fire. I was thinking this week, actually, that we should do, I don't want to give any away, but you know, like how rappers start a verse. I'll give one away. That's, you know, not like a 10 out of 10 one, but a very, very good one. Very iconic one, like two chains saying two chains mm-hmm. before he starts rapping. You know, there's a lot of good ones out there. I feel like that'd be like a good draft. Like if we could do a draft, we could do yeah, that. So if you're listening, let us know how those sound. We might get into those soon. Uh, I'll move on here to my last track. I wanted to give a shout out to this week and it's red death by West side gun. 10 minute long track features so many people from Griselda killer song. The beat goes crazy. The sample so fire, but I want to give it a special just mention because I listened to it the other day in the car and I got to that DJ drama outro on it. And I just like listened to it and it just like put a smile on my face and it's just like so outrageous. I wanted to read you like the lyrics of everything he says. I don't even know if you've heard this track, but this part alone is just out there. When we talk finales, you can compare us to all of them. We done lived it all. We the Godfathers. We the Avengers in the Affinity War. We came back to the future to be the Terminators of the Matrix. We the Lord of the Rings that hold the Hunger Games. See, no mission is impossible when you this fast and furious. Die hard when we show them the final destination. It's been a pleasure. Illy wears her maze 10. <laughs> that Just was DJ drama? So many movies. Yeah, it was DJ drama. His outros are like intros are just so phenomenal. Like on the the Dreamville one, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite though, off the Dreamville one, that just always I always gotta listen to Josie flows all the way through, because when you, at the end you, this is just the warning: don't make us drop the atomic bomb. Welcome to D Day. He, he's just out there. He just says like, some stuff, and it it can make the. And song... They're so hard. They're yeah, hard as fuck Yeah, and that one just stood out. I mean, that was a great closer to the album. After everybody's just been rapping their ass off for 10 minutes, you hear that. It's just like, okay. <laughs> That's it's a, a pretty big contrast. There, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big contrast, but I did enjoy it. All right, let's move in today's topic, though. Last year, you know, one of our first episodes, episode four to be exact, we did a few artists that we thought were going to blow up in 2022. And so we wanted to, you know, get into that again with five artists that we think are going to blow up in 2023. But first, let's take a look back at the artists we chose in 2022 i want to say if it's a w or an l let's start off here with my first one kenny mason w or l did he have that big blow up yeah i think w there huge huge w for sure next one paris texas i'm gonna give that an l they didn't really do too much yeah i feel like for some of these here i was looking over yours and my, my picks like can we really give them an l if they like didn't yeah, yeah, do anything? Really yeah so l. i 
we'll just get it was like no contest or something it's neutral yeah it's neutral. yeah uh gene dawson w good album last year next one tizo touchdown you know he didn't put out the album he was featured on see you next year you know i got the shirt on of course that was a w so over and he had a couple good features so we'll give tizo a w there I like and then red veil red veil the biggest w, w of the w year for sure yeah, yeah. The biggest w on any of our lists so yeah okay next uh, one for you let's get into yours i had a five year four and with my first pick i don't he didn't take the jump that i was expecting so i'll take i'll say an l there Okay. I, yeah, I think that's valid. I mean, he had a couple good songs, you know, the project, but overall, you know, I was expecting a bit. The way I had yeah. him in my list, though, was a big jump. So, yeah. Um, we had the holiday. Didn't didn't do too much there. Um, I, I'd give it an L for sure. He's just so talented. Like, every time I, like, hear some of his tracks and everything, it's just, like, this guy is so talented. I feel like he's so, you should be so much bigger than he is. Yeah, I do I'd, feel I'd, that. I'd, I'd lean neutral on his, I guess. I would go neutral, yeah, just because I really – I don't even know if he dropped. Like, I just didn't hear about it if he did. Um, we have number th- – a guy who did not drop at all is uh, Dominic Fike. Uh, so, neutral here. He's – I still maybe got, give him a dub, though, just from Euphoria. I'd lean <laughs> – because, well, this is after Euphoria, I feel like. So, I'd lean more True. towards an L just because he had, like, so much momentum going and he did nothing with it. Yeah, he dropped Elliot's song, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> well, neutral, but I I almost want to give it a now. So I for my last that. one here, for my last one here, I have Dom McLennan. Uh, didn't do any solo work. Did all right on the family though. So I don't know. I feel like a neutral here. I guess I wouldn't give it an L or a W. He's still I'll yet to neutral. Yeah, he's still yet to do anything solo wise. Yeah, I think that that'll be this year. This year will be the jump for him. So we'll see. But all right, let's get into those artists that we chose for 2023. Do you want to kick us off here with your first one? Yeah. So for my first one, I have Babytron. I feel like for Babytron, this is he's kind of in that five year foreign spot where this isn't Babytron's not becoming, you know, more known or anything. He's becoming a star with this year. Like this mm-hmm. is where he has that chance here. So it's not him blowing up. It's a to it's a different kind of extent to my other pick. So yeah, I think. I have one of those picks as well. So I'll just start off with that one, but let's first, let's talk about Tron a little bit. I mean, I'm going to be honest again. I did not finish the album. I know I said last week I was going to listen to it. I've not finished it, but I mean, he's just been steady and proven. I mean, he's pretty consistent overall though. I would say it's not like he went from bad to really good. It's like, he's been just good all around, but I think he's just kind of polishing his craft with each project. So yeah, I definitely think his potential is really just limitless this year like i think yeah. he can do whatever he wants i feel like he's been just going crazy on social media like all these different tiktoks like talking about him i feel like he's gonna just continue to see people talk about him more and more every month this year definitely and i brought my bar you didn't bring yours i i assume i, I brought my I, bar, I have though. one i do have one that stood out that i heard so i could talk about that one though but you go first okay. this is this has got to be his best bar i've ever heard in my opinion off an oxy hit and stage bitch i feel like billy mays mm. that is tough toughest bar i've heard by him it is so far definitely a lot of levels to that one um yeah mine i didn't get too far in i so it's off the first track can't afford exotic stay around some cookie like you ned i mean that's hard <laughs> that is that's that's a good like he his references are just like so with our generation is exactly I, I remember like back in the day little yachty called himself like the king of the teens 
and then he grew to like the king of the youth i think is what he graduated to and i feel like baby tron mm-hmm. is just the king of whatever generation this is he's just in touch with everything that we were in touch with and he just gets it and that's what i love like he's going to be just talking about things that we watched on tv thing games that we played athletes that we watched like he just gets it definitely it's there's just so many so many tough references of course so that's why i feel like he has just this unlimited untapped potential for sure let's move on here to my first artist i chose i went with pink panthers that's kind of somebody that's already like pretty big but i think she's gonna be huge this year like i think pink panther is gonna be on the radio this year i think she's gonna be like not headlining festivals but like you know pretty like high up on festivals soon i think she's gonna be running everything she already kills it like with all these tracks that go crazy on tiktok but i think she'll put out a full project this year it's gonna be just get people talking more than it already does so i i like that pick there and you know to kind of piggyback off that my number two pick here I have Ice Spice. Ice Spice mm. is everywhere already. And then that what what she did a little EP this week was mm-hmm. it was like I it was really good. You know, I'm I'm bumping it to be honest. Uh-huh. But with that, like she has the chance just to become just a superstar. I'm talking Cardi B, Megan the Stallion type. Oh yeah, star in music, and I, I could see that jump happening this year. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. And it's funny because those two were like spotted together recording a video. So that's pretty good timing there that we went back to back on those two. Yeah, that, I, I like your pick there. So to mm-hmm. piggyback off yours, got to throw in Ice Spice. You know, speaking of back to back here, this might be unprecedented. I don't think you're going to do this, but I'm doubling down. I'm picking an artist that I picked last year. And that's Kenny Mason. I think he had a big year last year, right? He had his project. It was good. He was on the Dreamville Project. That was a huge move for him. He was on JID's album, huge for him. But I think this is the year he's going to have a track of his own that just goes crazy. He's never had like one of his own tracks really go crazy. He was on Stick, you know, he's on Dance Now. Those tracks, huge, but it's not by Kenny Mason mm-hmm. or a solo Kenny Mason track. And I think this is the year we're going to get that. I like that pick a lot there. Um, and, you know, like you said, you're kind of where he just has his own track that that blows him up and he's definitely like his style fits what what's blowing up right now and everything so mm-hmm, for sure I, I like that i like that pick a lot for my number three pick i kind of have someone from my uh from last year but i i gave myself a broader range i have one a member or multiple members even of brockhampton blowing up this year in their solo careers okay. so not just dom mclinnon which that'll that's bound to happen but you know maybe a matt champion someone like that too so just to give myself a little bit of leeway for next year when we're going over our results. Yeah, I think that's going to be a dub. No matter what, like somebody in Brockham is going to have a big year. Yeah, uh, excluding a Kevin. One. Excluding yeah, Kevin, but, sure. Yeah, that... I think he's already pretty big. But yeah, I think anybody could have a crazy 2023 from Brockhampton. Like Brockhampton had such a strong fan base that I think people are going to support every individual member like in their solo career. So I think it's going to be huge for them. And excited to see, like, you know, stylistically how they look this year when they're not, like, having to work with so many different people and, uh, you know, put out music that sounds, that fits all the different sounds yeah, that the members yeah. of Brockhampton had to work with. Like, I think everybody could do a lot of different cool things. I think Matt, especially, he might be my pick if I had to pick one. Yeah, I, I like Matt a little bit more than Dom this year as the pick, so we'll see what happens, though. My next one here, I'm going Eam Triplin, Fire. 
Fire had a big year in 2022, you know, got that Tyler the Creator co-signed with Awkward Freestyle, performed at Rolling Loud for 12 people, you know, I, big year for him. But this is the year, I think, where he's going to go even crazier. I think he's going to, you know, have some features with other artists that are bigger. I think he's going to be, you know, back at festivals with, you know, at least 13 fans this time. And I think it's going to be a good year for him. Definitely. I, I really like that pick. And that's kind of one I forgot on my own there. But uh, yeah, they did him dirty for sure at Rolling Loud. They gave him the biggest stage. It was just, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Um, but yeah, no, he'll definitely blow up for sure. So I like that pick. Yeah. yeah and I feel like he does pretty well in like social media as it is. So I feel like, you know, just a couple more tracks or just a little bit oh, yeah. more time even. He's going to go crazy. He's definitely doing his thing on social media, like um, kind of taking that that correctly, I guess. You know, the the viral video. You know, he's got uh, Xboxes from Rolling Loud and shit like that. So. That was fire. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of like, uh, you know, like Babytron. Like he's just like a person of this generation that just like gets the internet and he gets how to yeah. move. And I I feel like it's like almost like a Lil Nas X vibe. Like Lil Nas X just like is a you know yeah, master he, class yeah. of how to use the internet. And I think Eam Triplin, you know, at a smaller scale does that too. And he doesn't Definitely. say as much crazy stuff, but you yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah, he just gets it. Um, for my fourth pick here, uh, this is one my, my boy Mauricio put me on. He sent me a track the other day. I listened to it. So I'm not too, too familiar with it, but I liked what I heard. I, uh, I have AG Club. I think that's how you pronounce mm. it. Ag, Ag Club. AG, AG Club. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dropped a project this year. Um, and then I, you know, I kind of listened to that. I'm still going through the discography a little bit. So. We'll see what happens. You know, they, they did have a track with Redville on their project, Imposter Syndrome. So, um, you know, kind of someone there that from last year, Redville with yours, they could take that step with him. So you can, you know, thank me for that because I'm the one that put Mauricio onto that. It's funny because oh, I was okay. looking through our Snapchats the other day and I was playing it when we played basketball and he said, what's that song? And I sent it to him and it was saved in our Snapchat chat. Uh, so yeah, I'm the one yeah. that put Mauricio onto that. AG Club, they were like going around and people were saying, oh, they're the next Brockhampton. So that was kind of just like yeah, the thing that they, you know, I, it's kind of tough to have that, you know, reputation because Brockhampton, you know, people, they have a cult-like following. So tough standards to love to, but they're doing their thing. So that's pretty fire. They were at Lollapalooza two years ago with Red Veil. That was pretty cool. I didn't see them, but they were there. So wish I could have, but I would like to one day. I think they were on a tour with Denzel Curry too, maybe. They they had a tour with somebody this year that was cool. Yeah, they're doing all the they're they're in with the right people, it seems like. So oh yeah, for sure. They're getting like the respect and all these cosigns. So yeah, definitely could see them blowing up this year for sure. The next one I have though is Junie. Another person you know getting the cosign, getting that Brent Fias cosign last year. Similar to Kenny Mason in the sense that you know he's been on you know bigger projects like Wasteland by Brent but he hasn't had that hit of his own. I need to give a special shout out to Drifting in Tokyo. I mean, that track is so good. And similar to AG Club for you, I haven't heard too much. I haven't like listened to all his catalog. I haven't listened to that many songs even, but everything I've heard is like something I'm really into. I could really see him blowing up. And I think he has a style that would fit social media, could fit TikTok even, like a lot of potential there. So we'll see what happens with him this year. But I, I think he could definitely blow up. Definitely. That's such an important aspect of this year is doing, you know, having that TikTok or social media influence. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we, we've talked about it so much like that is just so important in this day and age, of course. So. hundred uh, percent. And I think there's a lot of like different ways you can go about it. Like you don't have to have like a commercial TikTok sounding sound, but you have things that, you know, can be used in videos. They don't have to be like sellout type music. And I, he's a person like that, that um, 
I don't think his music is necessarily like commercial or anything like that, but I think people that are on TikTok would gravitate to it. Um, so with my my last one here, I have uh, Roy Blair, and Roy Blair will be on my list until he drops every year. So if it's five years from now when Roy Blair drops, he will be on my list every single year. Um, someone who's been very very quiet, but like what he has out is very qual- very much quality and very good. So I mean, it's just bound to happen when he does release. It's I've seen like on Reddit's and everything. He's working on an album. He's go he's going ghost to work on an album that was a year ago. So we'll see what happens. Okay, that's a valid pick. I like some of his tracks. Don't listen to too much from him, but that's a good pick. Uh, with my last one here, I'm going Tom the Mailman. He's similar in the Ooh, sense that you pick there. I think every year could be his year, and you know he's steady putting out good music. But I think one year it's finally gonna be the year where everybody knows Tom the Mailman and he's just huge. He's just too talented not to get that level at some point. So it's just a matter of when. I love the, the the sunset visionary uh, EP by him. That's a great one. I've, that one's pretty consistently in my rotation, honestly. So Mm -hmm. W pick there. Yes, sir. All right. But yeah, I mean, that was fun. You know, excited to come back in 2024. Crazy to say, but see where our picks ended up. See, you know, who blew up, who didn't, what was a hit? What flopped? Going to be cool for sure. Let's move on here to the news from this week. This is kind of the first week where we've gotten like pretty good releases, I would say. Yeah. Like pretty big names. Big names, I'll say. I don't know like good, but. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's kick it off here. Talking about projects. Trippy Red, Boldy James, Code of the Friend, Autumn, Big Baby Gucci, and Ice Spice. Then we got singles from Cali Uchis, Doja Cat, Aesop Rocky, The Kid Leroy, j cool josiah and more pretty solid week nothing you know too crazy nothing that i think is gonna be my top 10 at the end of the year but solid week definitely um i mean just to reiterate how impressive the ice spice ep was and you know it's doing its thing on social media of course like any other thing she does um so i'm I i was really impressed uh with the trippy red a little disappointed but i feel like the sound's gonna grow on me it's gonna grow on everyone i kind of it's kind of corny to give it the whole lot of red, like um, label, I guess. I feel like that's mm-hmm. so commonly used now, but I think it'll be somewhat of that. It's going to be really good in concert music too. Like I see what he did, but it's not, I don't know. It didn't give me like a love letter you feel like it didn't really have like a cohesive vision or anything with it was my disappointment. So, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I haven't given a list. I'll be honest. Trippy Red, he's kind of somebody that I don't like actively seek out most of the time. But when I hear it, you know, I'm no, pleasantly surprised a lot of the times. So I will give it a listen, though, at some point. Definitely. So, I mean, solid project. I feel like it's definitely going to grow, but uh, that would, that'd be my takeaway from it. So For sure. And then like you're talking about Ice Spice, obviously running social media, she knows exactly what she was doing. Like that cover, she knew she was getting people talking about that mm-hmm. alone, plus the music. So shout out to Ice Spice. Definitely. I mean, she... Uh, this is I feel like this, she's just gonna be huge you know like I said like I really like the Megan the Stallion Cardi B type comparison there I mean we'll see mm-hmm. what, where it goes though so yeah I could definitely see that uh and then we gotta give you know a shout to the J. Cole track that was pretty cool you know one day he was just in a rut and he searched J. Cole type beat picked the first one and then sent it to the so, kid and let the kid do what he wanted to do with it which that was super cool I love that so so fire like the situation's so fire and just honest a great track by cole as well Mm -hmm. so i'm ready for the fall off or it's a boy whatever it's gonna be so 
I feel like everybody's saying it's a boy now. So I don't know. We'll see. I like the fall off. Fall I do off too. Just sounds harder too. So I agree. I like the fall off better. But hey, maybe it's a boy will uh, grow on me. We'll see. Next one here, Drake had his performance at the Apollo. I think it's two nights. I think it was last night and tonight. He played a lot of deep cuts, a lot of B-sides. I want to get in the track list here. I'm going to read the track list, and you tell me, you know, which tracks you just need to hear live. You know, he's not doing these tracks at all his shows, but which ones here stand out to you as, like, you got to see that at yeah, some point. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's start off here. Over My Dead Body. Wu-Tang Forever, Trust Issues, Marvin's Room, Say Something, Feel No Ways, Practice, Jaded, Jungle, Karaoke, Best I Ever Had, Over, Headlines, HYFR, Started From The Bottom, I'm On One, No New Friends, Energy, Know Yourself, Nonstop, God's Plan, Laugh Now, Cry Later, Hold On, We're Going Home, Controla, One Dance, In My Feelings, Passion Fruit, Way Too Sexy, Wait For You, Massive, Calling My Name, Sticky, um, Rich Flex with 21 Savage, Privileged Rappers, Spin About You, Jimmy Cooks, Knife Talk, and then to close it out, Legend. Mm. I need I need some of the classic, you know, the Take Care, Nothing Was The Same, If You're Reading This Is Too Late Run. I just need a lot of those tracks, you know, so I, you know, we'll, we'll be there when he's touring or I'll be there at least. So we'll, we'll see what happens. You'll see if he plays some classic tracks like that. If I had to choose one out of that, him coming up to over my dead body was just so it chills almost, you know, that was tough. That'd probably be my choice there, but what would yours be? I'm with you on that. It's either over my dead body or it's Wu-Tang forever, but it's one of those first two tracks he did that I love. Two of my favorites from Drake, like all time. I would love to hear those. And I feel like he's not doing Wu-Tang forever or over my dead body uh, like all his shows but yeah he should that happens because they're some of his best tracks but like you said you know you want to see those you might have a chance to see those because some of these venues accidentally posted it's all blur a tour with drake and 21 savage coming in the summer i think it was the summer i don't know yeah start i i saw the first date he had was in chicago so that'll be interesting yeah so some sometime this year i mean I haven't seen Drake. I haven't seen 21, but I, I think I'd want to be there. I mean, we'll see though. Hopefully he does some of these tracks. I mean, I think this will be a like sign that people just love these and to he continue, should do them all. The he should just keep doing yeah. it. Uh, so, wishful thinking maybe. Maybe, uh, but you know, he's got so many hits that like, I think at a Drake concert, you're going to be happy no matter what. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be happy regardless. So that's really the biggest news of the week. We got a couple ones here to close it out quick though. First, Capital Steez, you know, Pro Era's own close collaborator of Joey Badass back in the day, unfortunately passed away a couple years ago, but his music is finally on streaming services. If you haven't listened to Capital Steez, do yourself a favor, go listen to American Corruption, such a fire mixtape, really one of the best rappers ever. Like if Capital Steez did not die, I don't even know where he'd be at. I sky was the limit for him yeah for such sure. a talented rapper do yourself a favor and go listen exactly next jpeg mafia says he's dropping three albums this year other news about drops future and metro boomin are going to be dropping a collab album this year i think i'm probably more excited for your for jpeg mafia here and you're probably more excited <laughs> for future but i think we're all gonna be hey, eating this year yeah. no matter what it sounds like it you know we've had a slow start but it's looking looking up so for sure and i love just seeing these names like 
I'm ready. Yeah. Other news about drops coming this year. Lil Yachty dropping this Friday. Talk of it, you know, being an indie album. You know, he's featured on that Tame Impala remix. I think that was two years ago at this point, 2021, I think. Um, that was cool. And then Corday and Anderson Pack are dropping a single produced by Jay Cole. You know, obviously they went crazy on RNP back in 2018, whatever year, the 2019, whatever year that was. Track went crazy. So excited to see what they're doing on this one. I don't think there's any way they miss on this. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything with J. Cole's on it's not going to miss. And then, I mean, with Anderson Pack and Corday as well, that just come on now. So very exciting um, releases coming up soon. And then, I mean, hopefully we get a couple surprise releases. Hopefully we build some momentum because, you know, it has been a little bit slower to start off. But this week was a good sign. So. Oh, yeah. And then all these, like, news about stuff coming. We're going to be fine this year. But. Stay tuned to the pod. You know, we'll be talking about these drops as they happen. We'll see you guys next week with another banger. Peace. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.